Next on Community Matters, the search for the next leader of the Battle Creek Community Foundation is picking up pace. The board is taking this very seriously, sees it as an opportunity to build on the legacy that Brenda and the Community Foundation have built. We're pitching the entire community, all of it. The search is going to be as strong as Battle Creek is. We asked a local travel professional to talk to us about travel over the holidays and internationally as well. When there are issues that occur, we can almost immediately have those things taken care of. But what about if you'd plan to travel someplace like Israel, where war has broken out? We'll talk about that as well. Coming up on Community Matters for Saturday, November 4, 2023. Brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. I'm Richard Pyatt. Good morning. Community Matters, Saturdays on WBCK. Brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln and anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Episodes you may have heard on the radio or didn't are there at BattleCreekPodcast.com, ready for you to listen on your device. Well, it is uh, well known now that uh, the leader of the Battle Creek Community Foundation, Brenda Hunt, will be retiring at the beginning of next year, relatively so, in the first quarter. And so there has been a process undertaken by the Board of Trustees at the Battle Creek Community Foundation to find her successor. Here to talk about that today is the chair of the Board of Trustees at the Foundation, Linda Morrison as well as the co-chairs of the committee that has been established, a transition committee, as it's being called, CEO Transition Committee, John Banks and Preston Hicks, all with us to talk about this process today. Welcome to you all. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Well, Linda, I think I'll start with you as the current chair of the board. Here you are with uh, somewhat of a significant task, perhaps to say the least, the idea that a stalwart community leader, someone who has been leading the organization for a significant period of time and has been visible and, and out there for 30 years, will leave. How did the board begin to look at that process and what was important as you began to think it through? So the board as a whole is taking this very seriously, sees it as an opportunity to build on the legacy that Brenda and the Community Foundation have built. Over its almost 50-year life, Brenda has been there 30 years, certainly has established a lot of relationships and made a lot of progress happen in our community as a convener and as a facilitator and as a partner. And so the board discussed having a transition committee, which John and Preston are co-chairs of. We have past board members and past board chair people also on that committee to do a, a thorough search in a transparent manner to find the best possible person for this position. Uh, those are big shoes to fill. We we recognize that. And we're doing a national search for a person who can come in and lead the foundation into the next decade. So uh, the way in which you've undertaken this is not, I don't think, uh, unusual. You have a, a board of trustees who then, in an attempt to achieve a goal like this, creates, a, I suppose, what you might call a subcommittee to to try and and do some of the groundwork here, which, as you said, Preston and John are leading. 
as you created that structure, were you particularly concerned about how that played out and, and who might be involved in that? One would think it would be a daunting assignment, but because of the sort of the platform and the base and the foundation that Brenda's left, we just went about a very traditional process of making sure that the, the transition committee reflected the community. So in that way, when someone looked at the committee and they understood our process, in some way, shape, or form, they could see themselves and hear their voices through the efforts of this committee. So I think we have some super people that we've gotten on board. Uh, we have a good process. It's a transparent process. We're on a working on the clock, uh, but we're also making sure we make good quality decisions. And we're trying to bring as many people along as we possibly can, a process that will result in a super candidate pool for the Battle Creek community, which is certainly deserving of that. That true, John, you uh, felt like uh, this has been representative of the community, the way this is carried out so far? Oh, no doubt. And I think that through our efforts and working with the consultant that we're using, we want to make sure to hear the voices of the community, to hear what they're saying, because after all, it is their foundation. And we want to make sure that they are a part of this process as we're going along. The thing that we want to make sure that, you know, that we've emphasized over and over and over again is the fact that, A, this process is totally transparent in what we're doing. We're making sure that uh, everyone's voice is being heard and that everyone gets an opportunity to voice what their opinion needs to be to do what we're doing. But, you know, and secondly, that the thing is, is that we are looking for the absolute best candidate for this mm -hmm. process. We want to make sure that whatever we're doing, because it's a nationwide search, but we want to also look at individuals that are passively being nominated locally, as well as national people that our search firm is looking for because they have resources that we don't to get into those pools and do those things. So, you know, we're relying on them, but at the same time, they're taking guidance from us as far as making sure that, you know, this process is, is going to be as clean as possible to make sure that we are hearing everyone's voice and doing what we need to do to make sure that we're we're making the best candidate selection for, for this process. Preston, how will the community's input be gathered and then used and processed? Super question. What we've done so far with the guidance of the search firm is we've had listening sessions. So we've listened to the board. We've listened to staff. We've listened to the community. We've listened to multiple stakeholder groups. And that information has fed the job description. That information has fed the next steps that we're taking. So I, I think at the end of the day, um, if you were to poll or survey the community, you would see that we did a pretty good job of going about the community to the best of our ability and asking people, like, what do you think? What do you think about this opportunity? And what would you be looking for in your, the next leader that we'll have at the Community Foundation? We have some super feedback from the community. And again, it's been incorporated. And when you take a look at the job description, um, hopefully you'll see gosh, they did a pretty good job of uh, framing up what that person should bring to the table. The listening sessions have been completed and that helped drive the job description. Absolutely. I think John and Linda can speak more to it, but I, I think they're pretty good and thorough. And we got some good feedback. And basically, you know, people are saying, continue this work, continue to grow the foundation, um, continue to be an asset and continue to be a community foundation. There were live listening sessions with our consultant NPAG on site so people could come and actually talk to 
the consultants who you know developed a theme memo. Also, there was an online survey that anyone in the community could complete in their slippers at home at any given time. So we gathered up all of that information and it did it help to shape uh, what the position description looks like. When you heard those things, John, when you looked at what some of the feedback was, were there some things that stood out? Well, I think that probably what stood out most of all was the fact that, you know, people were interested in accessing the foundation, being able to gain access to do things, uh, to bring their ideas to the table. They were always going to hear about, you know, they're just wanting to make sure that it's answering the community needs. And I think that's probably what was reinforced more than anything, which is what we thought from the beginning were the kinds of things that we were going to hear. But we've probably heard that over and over again. It's just, you know, we want to make sure that whoever comes in to lead this foundation, that they are thoughtful of the needs of this community and able to see what kinds of things we have. So, I mean, it's going to be incumbent upon us as a board to make sure that whoever we're bringing in, that we're tying them into the community at every opportunity possible so that they get an opportunity to actually get a feel for what Battle Creek is all about. Should it be someone that's outside of the area, you know, there's going to be a learning curve there when they're trying to find and figure out just, you know, who to talk to, who to be able to gather information from, and what kind of things that we're doing here. And like I said, at this point in time in Battle Creek, because it's a very exciting time in Battle Creek with the things that are going on in the area, we need to make sure that we get someone in place that can resonate with the community to help fill those needs and those gaps of what needs to happen. So it was probably more that than anything, you know, that there's some anticipation there with folks being able to say, are they going to be able to come up to speed and get up there quick enough so that they can be helpful in the community? And I I think we've got a good process going for that. Linda, when the board was working on the idea that this is a big job and Brenda's left an indelible mark and you're looking forward now, was it more of a, uh, a feeling that, uh, oh boy, we have big shoes to fill, or or was there some notion as well that it's an opportunity to look for someone who might bring additional strengths to the position? Absolutely, an opportunity. You know, inevitably, there's there's a time for retirement and transition into new phases of life, and we knew that for Brenda and are happy for her. And it's also new opportunity for new eyes, for new relationship building, for ideas that come from other places, what's been successful in other places. So um, we, we absolutely saw it as an opportunity, Richard. By the way, I suppose it makes sense to bring this up, that when you're serving on a board like all of you are or have been, uh, and you're looking for a new leader, bringing in a consulting firm to help you navigate this is a huge help, isn't it? I mean, imagine if you weren't. Absolutely. You know, we wanted somebody with this is their area of expertise. It's, you know, it's not it's not ours. And so uh, we we found someone that's been a great partner uh, with some gravitas and Um, that's including the board and the staff and the community. So Preston, where are you now in the process? There's a job description written and uh, this thing is moving along nicely, isn't it? It's moving along splendidly. I think as this job posting gets floated and people call in to express their interests and people are nominated, I hope that we have a 
robust pool of candidates that this deserving community uh, is hoping for. So, you know, one of the things that Brenda alluded to earlier, and you have a couple of times is, you know, almost three decades, you run into this thing called founder syndrome, in which it's very difficult and indeed a challenge for people to imagine someone else doing the job. I think what was interesting in Battle Creek is that we saw a little bit of it, but the foundation is not suffering from it as much as they can see a path forward, which is a reflection on the leadership, is a reflection on the board to say, what's best for the community? What's the best sort of shape for the foundation to go into? All of the storms are going to come in the next several years. And so a positive piece about this is that the foundation is so well situated to move into the space that it's just exciting. So a lot of work has been done on the front end over decades. And then you have good board members and you have a great staff and you have a very supportive community that's making donations um, at the level that it needs to move things forward. And then you have a leader who's saying, you know what, let's look for some some new leadership. Let's look for some new direction. Let's look for some new visions for the foundation. And so all of the stuff that you would think would come with founder syndrome, I think we've been able to skirt that and just sort of look forward to what's possible for the Battle Creek Community Foundation. And everything that we're doing will hopefully attract some of the best minds in the philanthropic world to take a look at Battle Creek. So, John, it's interesting because Preston just alluded to the founder syndrome and so on. But at the same time, I presume uh, some of you asked Brenda for some input. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely had a hand in crafting the job description, but at the same time, it was also important that we took in ideas from, from around the area, because as you alluded to earlier, this is an opportunity for uh, you know a reset and a new vision and things of that nature to move forward in what the community foundation is going to look like. And I think that taking that as an opportunity to do so, you know, as is always the case, it's important to look back and understand the lessons of the past, but it's also equally important to craft a vision for the future. And I think that that has, you know, and, and, and that's been the great thing about this process because what we've had the opportunity to do is to actually really get into the nuts and bolts about why we do what we do and how that contributes to our mission statement. And when you've got that kind of input that's coming in, and, and that's the great thing about the consultant you mentioned earlier, and having some conversation with a consultant, someone from the outside, someone from the outside that actually can come in and take a look at what your process looks like, what you're trying to accomplish here and what you're doing, and make sure that those things are all feeding into your vision properly. And I think that that's just, it, it's been magical to watch it work because uh, um, I've actually been just, you know, in awe of how some of these things have come about. And like you said, makes us question, okay, well, why are we doing that? And what is the, how does that feed into our mission? And and what does that do? So this, this serves as an excellent, excellent, you know, a line in the sand to be able to say, okay, we've been doing it this way for this long and this mannerism. Are there things we can do to be better at what we're doing and still fulfill our mission statement and continuing on to be uh, an asset to the, um, the city of Battle Creek and this community? That's interesting. Linda, did the did the consultant give you a notion for what some of the challenges are when looking for community foundation executives these days? Well, the job market in general is tight. People are asking for more in ways of, you know, compensation and 
other types of of benefits. And so, you know, that's going to be that's going to be a tough thing. There's a lot of competition out there. Some other foundations within the state of Michigan are also looking for new leadership across the country as well. So um, there's going to be a challenge there. But we have solid staff. We have a great team on the transition committee. Anyone who comes in and looks at us is going to see how well the board works together. So I, I think we have a lot of positives to go with the challenges. At the same time, one of the things that, you know, and, and this was from the consultant also, that their knowledge of the Battle Creek Community Foundation and what we have going on here and what we're doing, mm-hmm. they were very impressed also in saying that they think that, you know, this is actually a very, very prime job. So, uh, you know, I think we've got that going for us also. I think what's going to get, uh, what's going to make a difference for us is that we're, we're pitching the entire community, all of it. So we're pitching all of Battle Creek. So the search is going to be as strong as Battle Creek is. So if we're looking for the best minds um, and we're trying to recruit someone who's on a growth trajectory at their organization, we have to make sure we're putting our best foot forward. So this is a, a function of economic development, uh, workforce yeah. development, community development, all coming together in some coherent way that'll say, this is a place that uh, you can come in and make a difference and chart your own sort of course. So when we talk about a leader, it's literally someone, we're, we're looking for a leader. Uh, and with leadership comes management and all of these other sorts of things, but someone who's going to come in, see this community, embrace the community for what it is, where it is, and how it is, and say, hey, this is the path forward. And I think if you look at Linda and John, um, who's going to be coming in as chair, I think they're going to see uh, some real opportunities to express their leadership and make some great things happen in Battle Creek. So again, this is super. We talk about doing a search literally in some communities, it's done under pressure because something has to happen because things aren't going the way they should go and somebody's not doing what they're supposed to do and this is happening. That's not Battle Creek. So we come into this from a position of strength. And I think as you listen to John and Linda and me, we're talking just, this is how we work together. And it's like effortless. I think there's a lot of collaboration, a lot of listening and cooperation. So that'll just carry out. And we hope that when people come to take a look, they'll get that feel for us. And they'll want to be a part of this community. I feel pretty safe in saying that that 30 years ago when Brenda was uh, ascending in the organization. There wasn't an online component to the search (laughs) for the position back then. And now there is. It could be as simple as someone going to the website and clicking the link and making themselves known. And I would just add to that, uh, there's also an opportunity that you're open to in someone offering up a suggestion, a nomination of someone to be considered, which which is really interesting. And any one of you who wants to comment on that certainly could, but uh, it is different, isn't it? And, and maybe uh, a little bit more open in terms of saying, hey, if you know someone, we'd like to know about them. Yeah, that, that is the beauty of the search firm that we hired. Um, their networking um, abilities abilities to take a name. You know, someone may not be actively looking for a new position, um, but when someone approaches and talks about what an opportunity this is and what a great community we have and the the legacy that we're building on, 
sometimes can open someone's eyes who maybe wasn't looking before, but wow, what a great opportunity to help build and, and enhance our community. So nominations are great as well as applications. All right. We'll be sure that that link is in the show notes for this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com. So folks can click right through and uh, see that information. So uh, what kind of a timeline are we talking about here? We know that that I think Brenda steps down in March. So what's your timeline for having a new person in place? Do you have that articulated? We should be doing interviews in December, early January, mm-hmm. with hope to have somebody hired the first part of March. And I'll add to that. That's a fast track. And we hope to stay yep. on that, that track. And then we have... Uh, contingencies uh, for that, but we feel pretty good about the process and the, and the pace and the progress we've made so far. Yeah. That's an interesting point that um, uh, what you called the fast track would really provide for an opportunity for Brenda to hand the baton to her successor directly, as opposed to say an interim person who might be in place for a while, while this happens, but it sounds like maybe you have that as a contingency as well. Absolutely. Okay. Well, here we are at the end of October, beginning of November. So the rubber's meeting the road here, right? You you want to have uh, some interviewees in about a month and a half or so, roughly, generally speaking, maybe a little less. So this is important now. The, the momentum is underway. We've been anxiously awaiting to kick this off, but we wanted to make sure that we had as many uh, I's dotted and T's crossed and things in place so that we were able to make this thing uh, uh, move ahead as smoothly as possible. And, you know, there's probably no one more excited that the posting has been listed than we are because we have we have looked this over and massaged this to the point we are so ready for this to get out and make its way into the public. So that's, you know, we're, we're just excited to do this and, and get it get it going. So, Linda, what will be the the process for the interviews? Interviews will happen uh, with the transition committee. And the transition committee will narrow it down and make a recommendation to the board of trustees. And the board of trustees will introduce um, the number one candidate to staff and maybe the, the community as a whole. I'm not, we haven't really flushed that out. Uh, we'll be looking to for our our consultant to give some suggestions on how how that will happen. But ultimately, it's the board of trustees' decision who will be hired. We certainly invite you to come back and and give us progress reports on these things and and where things stand, so that we can uh, we can help spread the word. Thank you for uh, <laughs> spending time with us, and we hope the listeners. Uh, picked up something that'll spur their interest in the community foundation in some way well thank you preston hicks john banks and linda morrison focused on the future of the battle creek community foundation and the process to find its new chief executive here on community matters Mm -hmm.